Wondery Plus subscribers can listen to the CBS Evening News ad-free right now. Join Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you can have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. This episode is brought in part to you by Audible, your go-to destination for thrilling audio entertainment. Whether you're looking for a hair-raising experience to enjoy while you're on the move or eager to dive into sinister and shocking tales, Audible has an exclusive collection of thrillers from best-selling authors that will keep you on the edge of your seat. Like James Patterson's first audio-only thriller, The Coldest Case. Experience stories like never before, where every chilling detail is brought to life by captivating sound design. Plus, as an Audible member, choose one title a month to make yours forever. And now, new members can try Audible free for 30 days. Just visit audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. Tonight, we're following a number of breaking stories. A judge finds Donald Trump committed fraud for years. The former president's business licenses rescinded in New York. Here are tonight's headlines. A judge rules Donald Trump inflated the value of his assets by billions, defrauding banks and insurers what we're learning. The other breaking news in a case of that New York City daycare drug ring, the owner's husband in custody tonight in Sinaloa, Mexico, all related to the fentanyl poisoning of a one-year-old boy. Wall Street didn't know the country. The middle class built the country. Yeah. We built the middle class. President Biden joins the picket line. What impact his support could have on negotiations? Sitting president has never walked the picket line before. So it's historic, just like this strike is historic. Lives were safe. New information about the threats that a man was accused of making against a church in Northern Virginia. Police said the man was armed with a loaded gun and had extra ammunition when he was arrested in Prince William County. With just days until the deadline, what a government shutdown could mean for millions of Americans. Extremely dry conditions along the Mississippi River have dropped freshwater levels and currents to historic lows, threatening water treatment facilities along the river. After a string of thefts, Target announces it will close a number of stores. We'll tell you where. The U.S. Federal Trade Commission and 17 states are filing an antitrust lawsuit against Amazon. The suit alleges the company illegally inflates its prices and has, quote, monopolistic control over its competition. The New York City Ballet is celebrating its 75th anniversary. How the role of women has changed in one of the most prestigious ballet companies in the world. I hope to find the balance so that everybody has found a way to belong to the world of ballet. 
Thank you for joining us on this Tuesday night. And we begin with the breaking news. A judge just ruling that Donald Trump, his sons, Don Jr. and Eric, and the entire Trump organization committed extensive and persistent fraud over a decade. The ruling says the former president inflated the value of his assets by billions of dollars and then lied about his net worth on financial documents to banks and insurance companies. This now leads to the cancellation of the company's New York business license, which means the Trump organization could lose control over properties like Trump Tower in Midtown Manhattan. Tonight's decision is a major win for New York Attorney General Letitia James, who is seeking a fine of $250 million and a permanent ban on the Trump organization, including Trump himself, from doing business in New York State. CBS's Scott McFarland is going to start us off tonight. Good evening, Scott. Good evening, Nora. Donald Trump launched his political career saying he'd mastered the art of the deal. The judges ruled Trump inflated some of his net worth and some of those deals. A judge has found Donald Trump engaged in fraud, overinflating the worth of his real estate holdings and misleading banks and insurers. The ruling comes days before the Trump organization is to stand trial in a civil case alleging years of fraud and misconduct brought by New York Attorney General Letitia James last year. Claiming you have money that you do not have does not amount to the art of the deal. It's the art of the steal. In the ruling, the judge found Trump and top executives at the Trump Organization lied about his assets in order to secure favorable loans and lower insurance premiums. In one instance, claiming his 10,000-square-foot apartment was roughly 30,000 square feet. The judge summarizing Trump's approach to bookkeeping, this is a fantasy world, not the real world. The lawsuit from Attorney General James seeks a quarter of a billion dollars. And there cannot be different rules for different people in this country or in this state. And former presidents are no different. When Trump was deposed Uh, in the case in August of last year, he pleaded the fifth and then repeated it more than 400 times. Same answer. Trump has repeatedly denied wrongdoing and lashed out at James for bringing the suit. This raging maniac campaigned for office ranting and raving about her goal. Her only goal is we got to get Donald Trump. We're going to get him. She knew nothing about me. I never heard of her. In a statement to CBS News, a Trump spokesperson calls the ruling fundamentally flawed. The judge has also ordered sanctions of some of Trump's attorneys, Nora, saying some of their arguments were, quote, frivolous. Mm, Scott McFarlane, thank you. Let's turn now to the breaking news with the capture tonight of a fugitive wanted in the fentanyl-related death of a one-year-old at a New York City daycare center. CBS's Jerika Duncan reports the suspect was taken into custody in Mexico by DEA agents. The husband of the Bronx daycare owner was taken into custody on a bus in Sinaloa, Mexico, after a manhunt that lasted more than a week. Prosecutors say Felix Herrera Garcia was seen leaving the daycare on surveillance video, carrying two shopping bags after being tipped off by his wife, Gray Mendez, that police were on the way. Authorities say she called Garcia before calling 911 to report four of the children in her care were unresponsive. All of that happened while the children... The babies were suffering from the effects of fentanyl poisoning and in desperate need of help. The funeral for one-year-old Nicholas Dominici was held last week. He and three other children ages eight months to two years old were poisoned by the deadly drug after coming into contact with its residue at the daycare center on September 15th. We had fentanyl 
in a daycare center. Police later revealed that bags of suspected drugs were found hidden under a secret trap door under the floorboards of the daycare center where the children played. And a kilo of fentanyl was found sitting right on top of children's mats used for napping. They were running a drug operation from a daycare center. A daycare center. A place where children should be kept safe, not surrounded by a drug that could kill them in an instant. As horrifying as this story is, it could have been a lot worse. A source tells CBS New York that those three children who were hospitalized thankfully have recovered. Nora? Oh, that is some good news. Jerika Duncan, thank you so much. Well, tonight, the list of Democrats calling on Senator Bob Menendez to resign is growing. Fellow New Jersey Senator Cory Booker now among the more than 20 Democratic senators saying Menendez needs to step aside. Menendez is back on Capitol Hill today, but is set to appear in court tomorrow on three counts of federal bribery charges. This afternoon, Menendez once again rejected calls to resign, claiming he is innocent. Now to President Biden's historic trip to Michigan to walk the picket line with United Auto Workers in their strike against Detroit's big three automakers. CBS's Robert Costa reports the president stood in solidarity with union members and told them to stick with it on day 12 of the walkout. Wearing a union ball cap and armed with a bullhorn, President Biden told the striking United Auto Workers to keep fighting for higher wages. For President Biden, who exchanged fist bumps with the workers, the historic visit to the picket line was personal and political, underscoring a long career backing labor. To have the President of the United States walk the picket line in support of workers, that's huge. The President is trying to shore up his support among working voters as he seeks re-election and to reclaim a state he won by about 3% in 2020 after Trump's 2016 victory in the battleground. The UAW has yet to endorse Mr. Biden, but union president Sean Fain cheered on his visit today. Our president chose to stand up with workers in our fight for economic and social justice. Biden's stop came just one day ahead of former President Trump's visit to Michigan on Wednesday. With the strike growing to 41 plants and facilities in 21 states, the back-to-back visits are putting workers' rights and economic pain at the forefront of the 2024 race. Is the labor vote up for grabs? I would say you have to earn it. Trump is skipping Wednesday's primary debate in California and will make a primetime address to workers at a non-union facility outside Detroit. It's unclear if he'll visit a picket line. Trump's coming Wednesday. Yeah, he can go over to Macomb County, that redneck country. You don't want him here? No. I'm glad he's coming. It's going to show that he's supporting the UAW and our cause. Advisors to former President Trump and President Biden tell me that these dueling appearances could be a preview of what's to come in the 2024 campaign. Many visits to Michigan and a battle for the support of working voters. Nora. Robert Costa, thank you very much. Police in Virginia say they stopped a potential mass shooting at a church where a thousand people were attending Sunday service. Investigators say a 35-year-old man was arrested at the Park Valley Church after someone flagged the threats he posted on Instagram. Police say he was sitting in the back row with a loaded handgun, an additional magazine, and two knives. The Fairfax County Police Chief says a kill manifesto was found in his home. 
Now to the sweeping antitrust case against Amazon, alleging it operates as an illegal monopoly. A federal lawsuit filed today accuses the e-commerce giant of strong-arming small businesses and harming consumers. CBS's Jolene Kent has the details. The Federal Trade Commission is taking major legal action against Amazon, calling it a monopoly power. The agency, along with 17 state attorneys general, filed a landmark lawsuit in Seattle federal court today, alleging the online shopping giant exploits its monopolies in ways that enrich Amazon but harm its customers. The FTC claims that Amazon stifles competition by charging sellers like small businesses higher fees, which causes online shoppers to face artificially higher prices, even when shopping somewhere other than Amazon. The government also accuses the platform of replacing search results on Amazon with paid ads, putting its own brands over higher quality competitors. Amazon's top lawyer responded, saying the practices the FTC is challenging have helped to spur competition and innovation across the retail industry and have produced greater selection, lower prices and faster delivery speeds. The lawsuit filed by the FTC today is wrong on the facts and the law. If the FTC wins against Amazon, how will things change for shoppers? You're going to see lower prices, not just lower prices, but you're actually going to have choices. You might see a lower price on one site than on a different site. Instead of right now where you see just, uh, you know, Amazon acting as this dominant monopoly. When I asked, the FTC declined to say whether it wants to break up Amazon, but it is seeking structural relief, which could mean the company selling off some of its parts. But for now, there is no court date set, and Amazon says it is ready to make its case in court. Nora? Fascinating story. Jolene Kent, thank you so much. Back here in Washington, members of Congress are scrambling to avoid a government shutdown. It appears to be an uphill battle in the House with hard-right Republicans seeking to slash spending at all costs. CBS's Nicole Killian reports from Capitol Hill, where time is running out. Can you guarantee that there will not be a shutdown at the end of this week? Look, I have worked all my time to make sure that there would not be a shutdown. House Speaker Kevin McCarthy is urging members to back a package of long-term spending bills to fund agencies from the Defense Department to Homeland Security, but with a caveat to include legislation that beefs up border security, a demand pushed by some conservatives. Why are you making this such a sticking point to keeping the government open? Because it's so easy, because... The House and Senate didn't pass a new bill. If the president wants to shut the government down because he thinks the border should continue to run like this. But the legislation is unlikely to pass the Senate and avert a shutdown. There's no reason for us to be in this position. In a new video, President Biden warned of the potential consequences, including service members who could go without pay. About 800,000 federal workers could also be furloughed. Jessica Lapointe is a single mom who works for the Social Security Administration. Administration. We're just waiting and almost feeling abandoned by Congress at this point, um, as we're still expected to work for the American people without getting paid. Tonight, the Senate unveiled a new bipartisan plan to fund the government through mid-November. It includes disaster relief and aid to Ukraine, but that could be a non-starter for some House Republicans who oppose more Ukraine funding. Nora? Nicole Killian on the Hill tonight. Thank you. Tonight, the state of Louisiana is facing a potential drinking water crisis. Persistent drought conditions have lowered levels of the Mississippi River, allowing salt water to creep in from the Gulf of Mexico, where it threatens to contaminate the freshwater. CBS's Omar Villafranca is in New Orleans, where the city has declared 
an emergency. This is pretty significant. Heath Jones is with the Army Corps of Engineers. They're in a race to fix a looming threat brewing underwater. Extremely dry conditions over the past few months have led to historic low levels on the Mississippi River, allowing dense saltwater from the Gulf to creep its way upriver, which could affect the ability to treat and supply drinking water in New Orleans. In July, these boats built a sill, or an underwater levee, to try and slow the saltwater. But last week, the sill was overtopped. Now, engineers are working to increase its height by 30 feet. We're about 20 miles south of New Orleans in Plaquemines Parish, and this is where the Army Corps of Engineers is adding to their sill. They're taking silt from the bottom of the Mississippi River and then stacking it over here to form a higher barrier to try to slow down the salt water. If you get this barrier higher up, how much time do you think that buys you? 10 to 15 days. So far, the dense salt water has moved about 70 miles upriver. It's predicted to hit Bell Chase in southern New Orleans by the middle of next month. Solutions include using barges to ship millions of gallons of water to treatment plants or tapping into other water resources upstream. Donald Link co-owns several restaurants in the Big Easy. He's already inquiring about water tanks. And I just got to sit here and hope is that hope is not a plan. We're, we're going to get ready for it and hopefully that it never happens. The underwater battle is having ripple effects on boat traffic. Parts of the Mississippi River behind me will go down to one lane for big boats, and that's going to slow down the shipment of important goods like grains and soybean. But it's only temporary. Nora? Omar Franca, thank you so much. And there's breaking news tonight. Police reveal a possible suspect in the murder of a young tech CEO in Baltimore. We've got the details next. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. Breaking news tonight, police in Baltimore just released a photo of the man they're looking for in connection with the death of a 26-year-old tech CEO. Investigators say the body of Pavel Appere was found in her apartment on Monday and that she appeared to have suffered blunt force trauma. Earlier this year, she made the prestigious Forbes 30 Under 30 list for social impact. Late today, police issued an arrest warrant for this man, Jason Billingsley, who was convicted of attempted rape in 2011 and is considered armed and dangerous. Target announced today that it's closing nine stores in major cities next month because of theft and organized retail crime. The company says the wave of shoplifting is threatening the safety of its workers and shoppers. Stores are closing in New York City, Seattle, San Francisco's Bay Area and Portland, Oregon. 
There's news tonight about a historic Academy Award that went missing for decades. Well, that's straight ahead. There's big Oscar news tonight. Hattie McDaniel's long-lost Academy Award is finally being replaced this weekend in a special ceremony. McDaniel was the first African-American to win an Oscar for her supporting role in the 1939's Gone with the Wind. When she died in 1952, her historic award was donated to Howard University, where it was displayed until it disappeared in the late 1960s. This Sunday, Howard University will receive an official replacement Oscar in a ceremony called... Hattie's come home. The New York City Ballet is still on its toes after 75 years and counting. That's next. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Finally tonight, one of the best-known dance companies in the world is taking a bow with the celebration of a major milestone. CBS's Nancy Chen shows us what's old is new again at the New York City Ballet. A joyful moment on stage. 75 years of excellence included dancers from the very start. Look how much the seats were. Three dollars. Ruth Lawrence Doring was 16 when she starred in the New York City Ballet's first performance in 1948. And her shoe broke mid-show. The show must go on. I mean, what, I'm going to say, excuse me, please? (laughs) I have to go off stage and fix my shoe. No, you do what you have to do. What was the audience reaction on opening night? The applause was thunderous. The performance was born out of the creative genius of renowned choreographer and company co-founder George Balanchine. And then just get the arm moving. The ballet's first female associate artistic director, Wendy Whalen, a former principal dancer, now helps decide what's performed. Balanchine would commission female choreographers always a little bit. Now we have a full-on commitment to it, but especially to diverse women. That's very, very important to me. The company today is one of the world's most prestigious. Nobody knew it was going to be this great company. It's, it's wonderful. A celebration, 75 years in the making. Nancy Chen, CBS News, New York. And that is tonight's CBS Evening News. I'm Nora O'Donnell. Good night. If you like the CBS Evening News, you can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Before you go, tell us about yourself by filling out a short survey at wondery.com survey. 
If you enjoy tuning in to the CBS Evening News, there are official t-shirts, hats, mugs, and more available for purchase at ParamountShop.com. These products are perfect for any fan of Evening News, and you can take 20% off with code EVENING20. That's 20% off all CBS Evening News products with code EVENING20 at ParamountShop.com.